Technology has enabled dramatic advances in healthcare, but in some cases, speed and precision may have come at the expense of human interaction and empathy. We need to re-humanize healthcare and empower clinicians to improve the delivery of both treatment and care. Welcome to Nuance in Healthcare, a project by Nuance Communications. In this season, we look at the evolving field of clinical documentation improvement, or CDI. As more hospitals launch health management and quality initiatives, leaders should ensure their staffs are empowered to accurately document each patient's story without overburdening them. Listen in to hear how leading healthcare professionals are using artificial intelligence and other technologies to improve patient outcomes and deliver more value to the healthcare organizations they work for. On today's interview, I speak with Kalina Britt, Director of Clinical Documentation Improvement at Rochester Regional Health. You will learn from Kalina's experience overseeing and educating several different CDI teams and also hear how CDI is positively impacting healthcare patients and clientele. So let's begin this interview with Kalina explaining her role and what her day-to-day work looks like. So I oversee CDI teams, one big department for the health system, but we have five facilities at this point in time that I oversee. So I am watching trends in all of my CDI departments so I can identify where we might not be reaching, uh, where our peer groups are. And then we can go in and I can do audits and also uh, contact our business partners to help do audit and make sure that what we think we may be missing is really real. And then once we do identify that, we set up education strategies to make sure that we can get to where our peer groups are in any particular diagnosis-related group or DRG. I also look at the case mix index monthly for each facility. So we do have a lot of effect on that. Not complete effect, but we do have a lot of effect on that. So those are the biggest things. And of course, then you break down the day-to-day meeting with each team at each facility and going over questions and going over opportunities that may have been missed in records to make sure that the whole team has some education. Um, And then if it is just one-to-one, then we break it down even further and do special education sessions with individuals to make sure that they're refining their CDI skills as they continue to grow in the field. Mm -hmm. And so I, I further understand that the five teams that you're overseeing, is that simply organized based on location or does each team specialize in a, a different aspect of medical? Like how is that broken up? So it is based on location. Okay. So there are five separate facilities, hospitals, mm-hmm. and this is for inpatient CDI. And so, yes, uh, it is based on location. And Some hospitals are big, large uh, hospitals, and others are smaller, more community-based. So they're measured against different peer groups. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we're measuring them against their own peer group and not lumping them, per se, all into one. Yeah. And then, so on average, like I don't don't need precise numbers, but on average, how many people are you overseeing then on those teams? 20. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, you you got your work cut out for you with making sure everything's going smoothly, it sounds like. Yep. And I do have assistance. I have a CDI team lead. 
that is process-oriented. She goes through processes every month to make sure things are queried appropriately and the whole process to escalate it maybe to a physician advisor when needed. That's followed as well so that we have a high percentage of physician engagement. We have our queries answered and answered appropriately. And then just the, the intricacies about how we assign cases and use our software. She is the person who will review that every week mm-hmm. to make sure that we're reviewing cases when we should be, two days at least, or if there's an H&P on the record. You know, it's the turnaround time that we're getting into cases, mm-hmm. process-oriented. And my other leadership person is a CDI educator, and that's a new role, and we are developing that as we speak. Oh, cool. What What are some maybe basics? Like, I know you just said it's in development, but what are some basics of what that role entails? So that is taking where we're seeing trends with individual CDIs. And so she is taking on that portion and working with them one-to-one to to develop either more of a a refined skill set for query writing or for specific medical or surgical providers or patients and making sure that individuals understand what are the clinical indicators and the risk factors and treatment you should be looking for for certain queries in specialized groups Mm -hmm. like CTICU versus oncology and so forth. So that's one aspect. The other is with coding, as well as with our provider groups, making sure she's reaching out to our biggest admitting teams to begin with, like our hospitalist groups and our internal medicine, which has a residency program, and getting in front of those uh, groups at least quarterly so we can provide any updates and answer questions for those providers. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And how long have you been working in this in the CDI field? In the CDI field, approximately six years. Okay. And then what about the same medical, just general medical as a whole? Uh, I've been a nurse for 26 years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's. I bet that's a really interesting perspective then because I know the kind of the whole idea of CDI is sort of relatively new and especially the technologies that are beginning to help with it is still sort of a, a newer field. And there are some great technologies to help you decide where you should be reviewing, when the patients are admitted, giving you length of stay so that you can organize your day for initial reviews, but also then be able to organize your day to include those re-reviews for patients that are here for two or three or four days or longer at times. Yeah. So what do you feel like with you kind of having this top level position where you're making sure everything's moving in the direction and flowing the way that it should. What are you personally most passionate about? Where do you feel like your interests lie? I really want to make sure that my staff has a well-rounded education in CDI, which means many specialty areas. We're all clinically licensed here at this organization, this health system. But it doesn't mean that we all had the same bedside experience, whether we're RNs, PAs, or or, or physicians. We have all on our team. So I want to make sure that the leadership team is providing enough guidance and educational information. So if they had a CT surgery patient that they were looking at, they would be comfortable doing that. And hence, maybe the next review that they're going to do, maybe oncology or for ortho. So I think it is important to continue professional education within your own departments so people feel well-rounded and comfortable um, no matter what type of reviews they're doing. And, you know, and that comes in handy too is they're walking through the hallways. They know that, oh, there's a CDI. Well, that CDI didn't write your query in CTICU, but I'm going to ask this question anyway. That CDI should be able to answer some basic questions for them about 
queries they got written or CDI concepts that the providers may have heard about. Mm -hmm. And so from what you've observed and like your personal experiences, where do you feel like some of the current challenges lie within the CDI space? I think it's transitioning and making sure that executive leadership understands transitioning CDI, which typically at most facilities or health systems report under revenue cycle side, but we're transitioning more to quality focuses. So we don't want to lose sight of the revenue cycle. We want to make sure that our relative weight and complexity shows a true patient complexity, but we're also spending much more time on our SOI and ROM even in a, in a Medicare or a MSDRG area, because that affects so many of our quality metrics. Just for an example, our SOI really affects mortality index. And a lot of places, they don't understand the denominator for O over E when you're talking about mortality index. This is just one example. So there's a lot of education still to be had with executive leadership for them to have a good understanding that, yes, we're, we know we are fiscal generating department, but it's when we have an accurate record and really that is going to make sure that we have good quality metrics as well. Mm -hmm. And I know like from the research I've done, like the, the CDI aspects of, of medical facilities are, are so important. Could you just maybe give a simplified explanation of the, what it is, practically speaking, that you do and, and why it matters? Sure. So like I said, I've been a nurse for 26 years. I know the efforts and the resources that goes into taking care of a very sick patient. So we want to show our work. And that's what the CDI department is here to help guide the providers in doing. We want to make sure that everything that we are doing for this patient, we're documenting where the patient is improving, but also the complexity and the severity of illness of that patient. So it's just that basic concept of showing your work. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know we mentioned, like, you said six years, correct, that you've been in the CDI space? Yes. And, and even though that's a short time frame, I know kind of the, the field has changed kind of quickly. How, have, how has it changed for you from, say, when you first got into it, and especially now with, with some of these advancements in things like artificial intelligence? Right. So uh, a few years ago, and you're right, it's fairly new. It started maybe 15 or a little more uh, than that uh, years ago, CDI as a concept, but really became into public eye when um, the hospitals identified how much we can assist with our case mix index, as well as our quality metrics too. But it used to be, it was really all about the money. And that's where CDI really stemmed from. That's why many of them certainly reside under revenue cycle uh, still to this day. But it used to be all about money. We started with Medicare DRGs, our MSDRGs, our MCCs, and our CCs. How can we affect that fiscally? But then we realize how much more of an effect that we can have to have an accurate record that shows really our severity of illness and shows our complexity and shows our quality metrics, even to the point of readmissions, making sure we have correct principal diagnoses and mortality index. So we know two fiscal years ago, CMS said, oh, now you have to change and use specific things for risk adjusting, and they have to be present on admission for, for mortality of index. 
And that's like palliative care codes and sepsis present on admission. We have a lot of effect. We're in the records. We can identify what's present on admission or not, and we can get it clarified while the patient's still in-house before it ever goes to the coding team so that it can go out cleanly and smoothly. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I think you you kind of named the elephant in the room with there's this moral piece to what we do in the, in the medical field and everything and the obligation to be able to, to provide the best possible care that you can for each patient and things. But there is still that practicality of it takes money. It costs money to run things and to do things. And it's not like we have an infinite amount of it. And so I think it's interesting um, for you to, for, for these things to sort of start in one place where it might be a little more fiscally focused, but then all of a sudden, as you begin to solve those problems, you realize that, wow, we can do a lot of good across the board when we we focus on one thing, like it's it's exponentially working positively in a lot of other ways too. That is correct. And that's why for the last several years, our professional organization and large health systems that I have, you know, worked with, it's all about the accurate record. We never want, I, I, we never want to lose sight that, yeah, it was originally fiscally generated, the, you know, the CDI concept. But when we get an accurate record, everything follows. We don't want to just focus on that. We don't want to focus just on money. Yeah. For you being in your position, you can answer this maybe either way or both ways. I'm curious on what is it that makes you excited about this field looking towards the future? And I think you're also in a unique role that you probably have some influence over it. So like, in what ways is it moving forward? What gets you excited and what do you hope to contribute to? I think the more that we move towards quality metrics is that's the payment model that's is going to be increasingly moving to payment based on quality rather than the fee for service and the DRG aspect that we have been used to for years. The more that we are collaborating with quality departments, understanding what pay for performance programs are looking for in records the better off we're going to be. We need to continue to collaborate with quality. I think that is very exciting. The other is moving into an outpatient space because as we know, acute patients come in, but what they're considering acute versus a five-day stay and a one-day stay, it's changing. People do not stay in the hospital, nor do some people even come into the hospital anymore. They're treated in outpatient environments. So I think we need to be out in that space. It's a very, very new space for CDI. And we're all trying to figure out how we want to do that. But that's also exciting to make sure we're getting accurate records for patients, whether they're in the hospital or not. Mm -hmm. I'm fascinated then because I think you're in a very unique role. How do you feel like... Uh, CDI contributes to solving that problem. You have to deal with as a, a hospital of how the Medicare will end up getting paid back where before it was like you, you had this idea of a set amount where now it's like there's this kind of unknown variable in place. It sounds like CDI can be a large contributor to helping solve and control that variable. Yes, and I believe it can. And yes, there lies the challenge is proving that per se with data. So as soon as I started here at this health system as the director, it was within a month's time I was reaching out to our quality department. There wasn't a collaborative effort between quality and CDI at that point. 
in the really needed to be. And we work closely together and we continue to work closer and closer together because I think directors need to keep themselves apprised of what are the new methodologies they're using under those pay for performance programs and how do they measure that? So uh, I work with my director of quality for the health system to try and figure out how do they measure and what's that methodology really mean under those programs? And how can we identify the change that we have? And that's monetarily, actually, at this point in time. There's lots of other things that we could measure, but we want to we want to hit one thing at a time. You don't want to go in and try and and quantify every single thing because you would need to be having a 48-hour day. So we're trying to measure at least incrementally as we get better scores in our pay-for-performance programs. How much can we attribute that to improved clinical documentation? Not an easy feat, but I think directors need to be, one, very apprised to what quality metrics are out there, what are the methodologies they're using, and be very collaborative with their quality directors to make sure that they're identifying and trying to solve the incremental measurement of their efforts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any stories of either the you or the work that you've done, how it's impacted your hospitals or even specific patients? Actually, yes, I do. One of our facilities, it was the end of last year, let's say beginning of fourth quarter, it was, it was more accurate. They realized that their mortality index was very high and it had never been previously. And so at that point, they were recognizing that some of the changes that CMS made affected what they used to be able to use for risk adjustment and no longer could. So in talking more about that, it was identified they really didn't have a good understanding of what the mortality index per se was and how it relates to CDI. So most health systems Anywhere that I have uh, talked, uh, people I have talked with or have been, they all review the mortality records, so the patients that actually expire. They want to make sure their severity of illness is the highest, which is four, and their risk of mortality is the highest, which is four. That shows that patient was really ill. They were more likely to die than someone with an SOI of two and two. So as we were starting that conversation and making sure that that process was in place at every facility, I started talking more about the denominator portion. So it's observed deaths versus expected deaths. If you have a population that looks very healthy, you wouldn't expect to have a lot of deaths, but you still have the same amount of deaths on the, uh, on the observed enumerator. So I uh, did a lot of education with my teams, my CDI team, but also the leadership group from different service lines, whether that was surgery, medicine, hospitalists, and so forth. Talking more and more about the numerator, but really focusing on denominator at that point. Once we all realize that if we get accurate documentation on all of our patients and accurate reflection of their severity of illness, that percentage will improve. And we have actually shown that from July until December. At this one, We've seen it across the board, but I've seen the data for this one specific facility. 
the mortality index is less than one and continues to decrease. And it's really been about my CDI teams providing education to providers about why they're getting queries and why we need to have the most accurate clinical documentation. That's just one example. Yeah, well, that's great. That's a really good example. So as as we begin to wrap up here, for the listener who was able to hear you talk about all these really great things and, and interesting moves that you're making in the CDI space, what would be one thing you'd like them to take away? Just the understanding that documentation, that's, documentation is the official information of all of the efforts in the hospital. We do a lot of things as bedside providers, as bedside nurses, uh, PTOT, everything. Everybody's very busy in a health system. But if we're not having things documented with appropriate acuity and specificity, we're really not showing all the efforts that we put into making people well. So I just think people need to take away that Yes, the provider may not be doing anything different because he knows what's wrong with the patient and he's going to do everything exactly the same, whether he wrote on a piece of paper that the patient has uh, renal insufficiency versus acute kidney injury. But even though the treatment's not going to be different, we're able to justify what we've actually done for this patient if we can get the accurate clinical documentation. So I just want people to understand that treatment doesn't change. We still provide the best care. It's just now that we are able to put it on paper and it can be visualized of how sick our patients were so that everyone understands how hard we work to make them well and get them out of the hospital. Yeah, it just provides this, hopefully at the end of the day, I mean, just clarity, clarity about the situation and what was done. It is, exactly. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. This was a very interesting conversation and I definitely appreciate your time. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for listening to Nuance in Healthcare. To learn more about Nuance's AI-powered solutions and services, or to learn more about the show, please visit nuance.com forward slash healthcare. That's nuance.com forward slash healthcare.